0: What's going on? It's me, man. It's your man, man, Markel. We're back on the number one Christian podcast in the nation. I am not a Christian, where we talk about all things, man, all things social, all things biblical, all things culture, and my schedule, sketch- I said schedule, <laughs> schedule, that's the name of this episode, <laughs> schedule, <laughs> y'all don't let me forget that. We got our special guest back today. Pregnant bay on this special day. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back, man. We came to pod. Thank God for the pod. Um, we're doing a lot of things. We're talking about a lot of things. Um, do we want to dive right into it? Or what's going on in the ethos right now? Is there um, anything going on in the ethos? Nothing new that I
1: can think of.
0: Yeah, I don't have a social media account, so I don't really know. Um, I know I last time we talked about Brandy. Yeah. Put that out there in the ethos. I don't know how the world responded. Um, I didn't think nobody knows that Brandy dropped the album. You know? Like I was talking to my barber today, and he was like, "He's the Brandy fan that was like, he was like, in love with her. Like she was the most beautiful black chocolate woman he ever met, type <laughs> thing." And he ain't even heard the joint.
1: Well, so. Malisha's on uh, Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that about um all of them about to get a little. I guess they got a little Netflix deal, all the shows, Moesha, Girlfriends. Um, What else was one it? One-on-one. One, um, uh, it was a couple sister, of them. Yeah, yeah, Sister and Sister. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's a lot. Yo, did you know Tia
1: Mowry? I think that's her name. Uh-huh, one of the twins. Yeah, she's like 40-something. She uh-huh. got like gray hair and everything. No, I did not know that. I mean, I've seen her on Instagram, but I've never really paid attention to her hair. They're both 40 then
0: yeah yeah clearly because they're twins but yeah. um
1: i've never she got the silver yeah
0: well no i think because ain't that that's the one that does the show the real no
1: that's tamira okay
0: well never mind never mind yeah well um yeah tia uh, i think she's letting it the silver come out um and be be what it wants to be naturally wants to be okay um what else is going on out there in the uh, ethos?
1: Uh, Kids are going back to school. Oh, yeah. Kids are going back to the I school. Guess. <laughs> it's very S- unclear. Despite the clear danger. Yeah. It's, um, it's very unclear. Like, I started watching the news again, just trying to stay up to date on what's going on. And Trump is. Trumping just. Trumping he's he's special as well. Yeah, he's very special. He's trumping like for real, and it's yeah. Um, but yeah, a like, lot. Gotta let that man up. Yes, we're supposed to. Yes, we are. You're right. You're right. See, I caught you. Excuse my face. I caught you. We are. I caught you. No, I'm and fine. I definitely prayed for our leadership. I I have because it's a lot of mixed messages from the federal level to the state level to the local government level on just what we as people should do and i think that's why a lot of people are just doing what they feel like doing because there's not a lot of clear direction and i get that states can make their own laws and mandates and stuff like that but our federal government doesn't seem to have just like an outline of what the state should follow so it's uh it's unclear when if kids are going back to school. The uh, Cherokee County here what in Georgia, say some, yeah, some gone of them. back. But then they the kids yeah, they got like forty kids quarantined now. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> watching that on the news when I went into
0: work um that day. Uh, what day was that? Thursday. Yesterday.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that was yesterday. See, mm-hmm. my mind is. Yeah, I was watching that. I saw that on the news Thursday. Uh, kids are quarantined. I'm like, well,
1: because they went back to school and. I wonder, what
0: goes, I wonder what goes into a decision like that, though, like who, who gets to decide that the school should open back up and like what goes into that process? I've always been interested in that. Like,
1: I think it's the chancellor um, because I, I saw, I forgot what state it was, but I believe it was the chancellor and he was basically saying, I hate that I have to make this decision. I don't feel qualified enough to make this decision on what to tell parents to do, and he basically was just like this. It sucks basically because he it comes down to his final word: are we opening up the schools or? And his story was uh, a part of his story was that he had actually lost one of his teachers to coronavirus. I'm not sure at what point if it was like earlier when the virus first came out or. Maybe during the summer or whatever, but he was basically saying, like, she didn't have to die. And I'm putting all of my other teachers and principals and all these children at risk with my one decision.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, I always wanted to know what goes into it. And granted, you guys that are listening, we're not whatever you have to be to know the study of politics. We're not. So we're just talking... (sighs) This is no way saying we know how this goes, which is why I no wonder, one does. Yeah. Well, no, you will be surprised on social media how many people are experts at oh, yeah. everything.
1: People have become scientists. They're special. They're politicians. They know it all.
0: Yeah, where we I don't know anything actually. And um, that's the scary I part.
1: <laughs> I think that's the scary part. Like I've said to you several times, I'm thankful that we don't have children of school age right now Um, but knowing that we will very soon is scary because it's like if we had well it's scary but I know what my answer would be it would be no they're not going back to the physical school building they can distance learn from home with the teacher and you can't force me to put my kids back in school with this virus and no type of vaccine or cure and kids are literally going to school catching it or being exposed to it and then having to be sent home to be quarantined. It's like, what was the point of that?
0: Well, and I think of a lot of it goes to like everybody's situation different too. Like for some kids, that's really the only time they guarantee that good, a good meal or a meal. You know what I'm saying? Some kids look forward to going to school. I ain't gonna stunt even like you know, my parents weren't, like... And I, I don't even want to use the term. So, no one take offense to it. offense to Because I'm not saying it in any type of way. Like, they weren't crazy. Like, whatever you think that is. Or, you know, there was no, like... You know, like... It was nothing extraordinary, like, out of the norm. Mm-hmm. Or what a person would consider normal. Yes, my parents beef. Obviously, they're not together. But at the same time, just... I actually enjoyed going to school Mm -hmm. to see, like, my friends or, like, um, it was just time out the house. And, you know, I was an active kid, so I wanted to get out. And, you know, I was playing sports and everything, which I could do at school and could not do at home. So, you know, it's a lot of things. And then some of these parents, like, they, just because of their jobs, they're not, it's convenient for them to have their kids at school because they don't have to pay for a babysitter while they're at work. You know, all these things, but... Um, It's just interesting to See And even to think about Like wow January And we talked about this in the last episode So I won't you know, dwell here long But you know um, January to February We did not think the year would be You know Kobe was a You know it was a shocker at the beginning of the year It It was a a blow. blow Shout out Kobe I was a Kobe fan too I am a Kobe fan too Um But then it's like the world literally has to change its infrastructure, what's important, how we move forward, like instantly, that is crazy. And when this makes it to the textbooks and they're reading about this years from now, it's like, wow, Um, you know, every generation has their thing. You know, our generation, you know, we got the first black president Black we got Corona, president. we got Corona, we got Trump, <laughs> we got like it's just a it's just our Trump is our one generation. Word. <laughs> yeah, he's special. <schedule>. Trump. Um,
1: <laughs> Enough said. We
0: um, every generation has their thing, man, and we've had our things. We're having our things, and to live through them and get on the other side, it definitely makes for good storytelling. Um, to the next generation, that I know is being birthed through this. <laughs> It's quarantine. Everybody having babies. Yeah,
1: it's the baby boom. It's the next baby boom, for uh, sure. Yeah,
0: people booming, all right. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, school is back in the ethos. Uh, That's,
1: like, the biggest topic of discussion right now because most schools in the South, this is when they go back. And then up North, it's next month for them. So that's, like, everybody wants to know what's happening with these kids. And then, like, college kids, like... This is your first year, second year, whatever. That's got to be tough, like, to know that it's not going to be... You look forward to college all throughout high school, and then who knows what it's going to look like now. So, so yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting to see it play out and watch it play out. I and mean, then I didn't even think about that, and you just brought up something for me. Like, I forgot, like, I'm from the South, you're from literally as north as you can be and still be in this country (laughs)
1: not really but the states that count yes yes no shade to like maine and stuff like that yeah 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 but who's from maine but see even the way (laughs) even the way you said it like you're
0: from new york and you're like states like maine and that was the only one so it's like you're as far north we
1: love maine for like what lobster they do have good lobster
0: and the patriots
1: Okay, New, New England, England. there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to meet somebody from Maine. I, I don't even know that I know not one person.
0: People from Maine don't know. That's Maine. like. Now, let me stop the, Yeah,
1: I'm from Maine. It's like, <laughs> I think that's the northest, most northern state. It is. But New
0: state. York is like right under that. That's the only reason I said that.
1: Not technically, but I get what you're saying. Oh we're, my God. We're pretty far north. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but point is, north. you said you're from the south, I'm from the north.
0: Yes, and school is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like so, different, and I didn't even realize it. So, a lot of those nuances, too. And, and I'm talking about from primary up to you know university level, it's just totally different. So, it's interesting to see. Um, and watch, and then,
1: um, and I think like other countries have like they're pretty much back to normal now they're just, they're doing better than we are. I don't know what their level of normal is, but cases are lower. They're they're protecting their people, and I think that's what coronavirus has Exposed. I won't even say, like, I was gonna say brought to light, but, like, we know that this country is the founded is. on capitalism. Like, we understand that. And clearly, health, people's health, is not a priority. And coronavirus has just made that more apparent. It's like, like you said a few minutes ago, the fact that some parents they have to go back to work, um, you know, because they don't have a choice, they don't have that luxury to where it's like, oh yeah, I can stay home and be with my kids and homeschool my kids or whatever. Um, some kids, this is this meal is like the the meal that they get for the day. It's the breakfast and the lunch they serve at school is what they eat for the day. Um, so again. Some people just don't have that luxury to where it's like they can miss school. Um, But then that just shows you that we have a problem in this country to where, when you're dealing with a pandemic, people have to choose between their health and the health of their children, or putting food on the table or paying their bills, and just having the basic means to Make it from day to day. Yeah,
0: that brings up a good point, too. Because it made me think, if you could pull up... Can you pull up on your phone? Um, Jay-Z, the school, he just opened. Mm-hmm. You know, let's put that in the ethos. I saw that. I was very pleased, you know. Shout out to Hov. If you're listening... now nah, I'm playing Hov. not listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but shout out to Hov, man. Um, always been a, a huge fan. Uh And now, you know, he's he's raising the bar, man. And I've always, and even when people were talking junk, I forgot a couple years ago when, like, everybody was, like, boycotting the NFL and he essentially partnered up with the NFL uh, to make this crazy business play. Um,
1: Oh, he's 50.
0: Yeah, to make this crazy business play. And I really was a a hole for that because, like, Jay-Z is actually taking what he has and doing. You know, and I I have so much respect for anybody that's less of a talker and they're a doer. You know what I'm saying? Like, he puts his money into places and things that literally... And I really just believe that authentically he is trying to help um, primarily the black community because he's African-American. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. But yeah, he's taking his... Resources and trying to expose different things, different truths, um, build, you know, in ways that no one else is gonna do for us. So, you know, he's he's he showed or championed that responsibility. Um, So, just talking about school, that brought that up. Let me see, what does that say?
1: It's gonna be in Brooklyn, and it's gonna offer undergrad degrees in music, music technology, entrepreneurship and production and sports management. And they're gonna start enrolling in the fall of
0: 2021. Oh yeah, that, that's the part I was talking about. Um, the school will begin enrolling students for the fall of 2021 and 25% of the incoming freshmen will class will receive Rock Nation Hope Scholarships, which will allow them to graduate debt-free and receive individualized support and mentorship. The Rock Nation Hope Scholarship will be selected from a pool of academically competitive New York-based first-time freshman with the highest need.
1: That's what's up.
0: Shouts out to Hov, man. That's a big play. That's a big play.
1: Speaking of play, how do you feel about the NBA and NFL coming back? And I think um, baseball's back as well. So as as a sportsman yourself. As a sports guy. Yes. Sports you played all pod. the all sports. What? You played baseball. Yeah, oh football, yeah. Football, basketball. Yeah, and track. Track. So how do you feel about sports being back right now with what it looks like on the TV screen? Again, living through this pandemic, what are your thoughts? So from an entertainment perspective,
0: I just love watching. I enjoy watching sports, so um, I'm here for it. Uh, to be in the shoes of those players, though. And it's, it's again, it's no different to me than, like, your job or my job. It's, like, again, like, at what point or where's the line, right? You know what I'm saying? So now we're talking about a contact sport. right? Body on body. It's no way ar- Sweat it's,
1: pours over. Exactly.
0: It's no way to play these sports and not come in physical contact. And I ain't talking... You can just squash six feet apart. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's dead. Unless you're playing tennis. I've seen... You know what I'm saying? And you're on the other side.
1: And come crashing down on one another.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like... like <laughs> yeah, like, it's a wrap for it. So, um, it's just interesting to see. And, I, like you said, even with... Who are the Denver Broncos? Yes. Yeah, like, the little sanitation station. No, I, it was I,
1: a sanitation shower. Yeah. <laughs> they were being showered and... Sanitize
0: it, but I mean, (laughs) it's just interesting to see what people are doing, you know. And again, I get it because it's a care gesture and shouts out to every organization they're putting at least something in place. Um, and I and I get what that is it's mental, it's preventative, it's like, hey, in this work field, it's only so much we can do, but let us do something. And you know, I can't be mad at that. So, I mean, I mean, you know, unfortunately. Well, I wouldn't even say unfortunately, right? But it's the job that these guys chose, and they get paid great. And I'm not saying that's an excuse for them to put themselves at risk. Um, however, they're just the players are in a difficult position because they literally cannot n- not touch each other. You know what I'm saying? Being close proximity to each other. And they the,
1: sign contracts, so they exactly. can't just
0: the owners and say I'm not coming. Yeah, the owners the people managers you know all the entities they're they're in a difficult position um and then you know the world and then and that's why i even say like owners and managers cuz you think about it the world as a whole like think of how much money is invested in sports from the general public from production companies like you're talking about like people just you know march madness super bowl playoffs um baseball um, like all these sports You know what I'm saying Even the women's sports Like They bring viewers For production companies They bring An enormous amount of money Into like Play So I mean Those guys are Everyone's in a tough position But those guys I really feel for Cause they gotta make Some hard decisions Like you said Russell just had a kid You know He's expressed his concerns Shouts out to Russell He's a good guy I don't know him personally But He's a good guy um. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? That's to me. That's how I see that because again, like you said, those guys don't sign contracts, and you know, my little contract or my job for my little forty or fifty a year mm-hmm. is nothing compared to these are multi million well, um, dollar contracts.
1: Signed. And we could call out, especially now. Like I, we had to go through this whole. I work at a a fashion boutique, and we had to go through this whole COVID training and um, there's a health check that I have to do on myself every morning before I head to work and then I get another health check when I actually get to work. Temperatures taken, all that stuff. But the message that's been communicated all throughout this is if you don't feel well, stay home and feel okay saying, I feel sick, I have a cough, I have whatever's going on, I'm not coming into work. I don't know how it works for somebody at the MBA level like do you get sick days? Can you literally call and say, "I'm not feeling good"? You know what I'm? I would assume so. I would hope so. Um, so there's that piece where it's like, at least the company that I work for, I would feel comfortable if I needed to call out. And then on top of that, I'm pregnant, so who gonna check me? But pregnant babe. Yeah, because I'm not playing these games with my kids. But um. There's also daily testing that, like, nurses and people in the healthcare field have to undergo, like your sister. Yeah. She gets tested every day, um, and I know that's got to be working annoying. working with those patients, yeah. Right. She's, like, a frontline... Um, she's an essential worker, for sure. Right, essential worker. So, she gets tested every day. Um, the whole White House gets tested every day. Um, I saw that they were coming out with something for the NBA where it was, like, a wristlet-type bracelet thingy that would somehow test them every day so we have these things that are in place but it's not available to everybody it's not available to the teachers that are some of them are being forced to go back to work other people that the you know have to go back to work no the 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 daily testing
0: well yeah no i was i was saying like i thought you were going to say the sports like because we say wait.
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's not it it just goes to show you that, you know, when you have the money, you have the status, you have the platform, you have access to other things that other people don't.
0: Yeah, so tying that back into sports, uh, these guys are in a difficult position, man. And um, they have to, like you said, I don't think they have, well, they don't have sick days. Um, It, it becomes a thing of where, like, pretty much... Certain certain players, it's like, okay, I'm not calling out because, you know, this is my year. You know what I'm saying? My stats look good. Right. There which, was a draft which, that happened. Which drives into the career. Like, you know, it's it's certain things that you have to do to get to a certain level, especially with sports. Like, you know, if your goal – and then, again, like, we're talking about playoffs. I mean, this this stuff generates so much money. We can go on and on and on. It, these guys are in a in a difficult position any way you look at it. And then they have normal lives, too. Like I said, Westbrook had a kid. Um, These guys got houses and mortgages and probably people that they're taking care of. So it's like, well, yeah, they could. Um, so what? Wilson. You said Wilson. Oh, not, yeah, I'm so sorry. I said Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking about the NBA dude. Um, but I'm sure Russell Westbrook got responsibilities too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody does, and they're taking care of, I'm pretty sure they're taking care of their family, their mamas, daddies, all that. So. It's like, yeah, they could call out, but if they, you know, they can be replaced. You know, the average span, career span in the NFL is like two years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the average person ain't even, like, you just there for a moment and then it's gone. So, it's like, you want to show up and do everything you got to do to show the coach you committed and all that. So... Um, you just pretty much gotta roll with it and then when it's, you know, millions of dollars at stake, that's a whole nother caliber of conversation. So, you know, it is what it is, but that's tough, yeah. Um, so shouts out to Hove Man for the school. Um, you know, LeBron is big on stuff like that too. He's really, really big on education reform, which I love. You know what I'm saying? The zip county zip county, the zip co I'm just messing up all the words. I said schedule and <laughs> zip county. Schedule Zip County. That's the episode. Now. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, the 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 zip code you live in should not determine the level or quality of education you get. The amount of income in an area should not, you know, reflect the education you get. I mean, it's just so much we can go into, man. It's just crazy that, you know, that's why voting is important. Local communities, like. You know, churches and non-profits Like, those things become paramount You know, in times like these And not to say that, that it always hasn't been That it hasn't always been that way um, But in times like this with corona Where everything is already limited as far as resources And what people can do and feel safe doing You know, it gives other things an opportunity To live out what, you know they should have been doing if they hadn't been doing the whole time and if you had been figure out new and more creative ways to do that so shout out to the local churches man yeah um all the non-profits everybody who's more so focused on being a humanitarian than famous (laughs) not to say there's anything wrong with being famous you know some people are called to that um but yeah we're living in interesting times um very interesting times.
1: And I mean, I get it because we were talking about it earlier today. Like, I miss the church, our church family, um, singing with them, you know, getting a good word. Just out of refuge. Getting some good brunch afterwards. Like, I miss that was like our every other Sunday routine. Um, so it, it sucks. Like, it sucks that Corona has taken away the things that we were used to, the things that we were looking forward to. Um, But there's just a shift that's happening in the world and we can't stop it. All that we can do is find our new role and place in it all because clearly life keeps going. Everyone is not dying from this um, virus and life will continue to go on new life will come into this world but it's like what where do we fit where do we go from here Um. (laughs) and i think um a part of it is we just have to let go of what was the the things that we were used to the routines that we were used to and we have to try to look and see like what is to come what is now and what is to come um because we can't go back to the way things were obviously we'll never be the same after this like when the dust settles and there's a vaccine and there's you know we can just treat this like the flu and and all of that stuff and we're telling these stories to to the kids that we survived this like what's that gonna look like because it'll never be the same yeah
0: and then like and i wouldn't even say it sucks i mean the sucky part about it is readjusting because that's just uncomfortable, but, and the things I mean, that you miss, yeah, is, yeah, yeah and it, that's it's just, it's just a thing, man, I mean, you know, you had this conversation with our ancestors, and they're like, y'all are upset, because you can't go to the mall when you want, mm-hmm. like, we literally had to walk everywhere, mm-hmm. we were slaves, like, come on, they're looking at us, and they're laughing, but point being is, like, it's an adjustment, um, on, oh, wow, that, that took us to, to, tw- almost 30 minutes, um, Definitely didn't mean to stay in the Corona land that long. Well, yeah, talk about what's
1: happening in the world. Yeah, I did yeah. say
0: we got to put out what's what's going on in the ethos. Right. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Let's dive into the, the uh, biblical segment. Uh. I remember we were talking this morning. Um. You have been reading your own little uh. Was it plan? I guess you're doing with a small group.
1: No, this is on my own. This oh. I started shout, a shout. couple weeks ago. It's a thirty-one day plan.
0: Um well, no, our, our our dog is wilding
1: Cooper. He wants to be on the podcast. He wants
0: to be on the pod.
1: Everybody wants to be. Everybody heard wants
0: to be on the pod. Even Cooper. Hold
1: tight, Cooper. Go ahead.
0: Cool. We we're gonna let you on the pod one day. Not today,
1: my man. All right. So I'm back. <laughs> so I did. Th- I started this Proverbs 31 plan I don't remember what led me to it I don't know because it was before I found out we were having girls Um, but now that we know that we're having two girls I've started reading the plan to them as well so today's lesson um, it was just basically talking about how the Proverbs 31 woman is no different from all of us and how She is a mother, a daughter, a wife, a servant, a worker, which we all are. Um, Maybe not all of those titles, but most of them. And um, then it goes into time management. She uses her time well. She's not lazy. She's up early. But then she's also, um, I'm assuming based off of this, yeah, because her lamp burns late into the night. So she's up early. She's up late into the night. So it's basically just talking about how are we using our time. Um, We all have the same 24 hours. We hear that all the time. Um, So then I ask these questions. Do you see time as a resource and as a gift from God? Mm, That's good. How do you spend your time? Do you steward it well or are you wasteful? Rest is a biblical principle. Where is your weekly Sabbath and how do you protect it? And ask the Holy Spirit to show you any attitudes towards time and rest that you need to change. So it's actually, it ties well into what we were talking about because we were talking about the sign of the times and where we are right now and how things will change over, how things have changed over time, dealing with coronavirus and stuff like that. And for a lot of people, you got time back because of being Mm. quarantined, not having to go to work in a traditional setting. You got time back with your family because the kids weren't going to school, parents weren't going to work, so... It, is, it actually ties into what we were just talking about. But oh, yeah. wow.
0: Great segue, pregnant Day.
1: <laughs> so that's, uh, that is today's devotional about the Proverbs 31 woman. And, of course, these things apply to men as well. It doesn't have to just be um I was about women. to say, shouts
0: out to a woman. Because whoever that woman is, <laughs> like, she was doing her thing. And I'm no woman, so, you know.
1: You know what's uh, interesting? The Proverbs 31 woman is more praise than Eve. And she's the woman that you hear about at women's conferences, and <laughs> and that's what every man is looking for. Every woman is looking for a Boaz, and every man is looking for a Proverbs thirty one woman. No one's looking for an Eve. <laughs> like you never hear. Well, because that type yeah, of story
0: for is like the reason why right. you have to work in the first place.
1: It's but- crazy though what your reputation will you know, like one action what it can do to your reputation. Like Eve was the first woman. She's the mother of us all. But we don't we don't with Eve. We no. don't think about that. Like women be like, nah, Eve is the reason why we gotta have these painful births. She's the reason why we were why the fall happens and all of that stuff. It's like we be mad at Eve yeah. <laughs> but we praise this Proverbs thirty one woman. But low key, she's like I'm not getting up at the crack of dawn and letting my lamp burn late into the night. Like, that's her. Like, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to do that either. So, it's it's just very interesting because this is the, the image from a biblical Christian sense um, that is often painted as, like, the woman. Well, yeah, what it is, I think that people, men
0: and women alike, like, it's just crazy. Human nature, people want the recognition that this Proverbs thirty one woman is getting. They wanna be remembered through time and like that, you know, it correlates with fame. Like they wanna be known and but that woman, (laughs) I'm pretty sure if you met her you probably wouldn't like her. Because she was it it just the way she's described it she was just so focused on her, her spirituality. It could almost come off as dismissive. Or you would Depending think Depending on was,
1: you Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i But that's what I mean yeah. The
0: average person would think She's dismissive or boring Or like too focused Or she's not Especially with this um, woman This, you know Women are the world nah, I don't even want to say that Like This woman's movement Like it's a bad thing Because I get it for the women Who really believe in that But Those type of people Probably wouldn't have liked this woman Because she wasn't You know, assertive enough or she wasn't like, you know, you know, all women, everything equals to nothing. Like, (laughs) like she wasn't that type of woman. And it, it probably, if you were to meet that Proverbs 31 woman today, like if you ran into her, I feel like most people wouldn't like her. Like most women wouldn't like her. Um... In the same way like a Boaz, because what I notice, people who are living a certain way and very deep in their spirituality and relationship with God, and if they're doing it the right way, what people, what the average person doesn't like about them, and I'm doing air quotes because it's relative, right? It's not even something tangible. It's just the fact that just their presence alone commands something different from you. And if you can't give that, you automatically get mad at it. You know what I'm saying, or you hate on it, or whatever the case may be. Same thing with Jesus. Like Jesus's presence alone demanded something from you internally that you know you couldn't even put a word on, and you either were in awe and reverence of that, or you were just like, "Yo, who's this homeless guy talking about? He's the Son of God." Like, man, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So you get all of that, um, and I feel like that Proverbs thirty one woman was probably like that too, because she was holding it down. You know what I'm saying, like. She, and I she raised the bar. So, again, woman coming after that, it's like, yo, who she thinks she is doing all this? Like, she's a standard. Why she, you know, it's like, come on, bro.
1: If you're that kind of woman.
0: Even if you're not, though, I'm just saying, it would be really hard to be around that woman. And not you're either going to, like, step up your womanness, or you're going to get very far away from her. Because it's going to get uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: that, and that's what I mean when I say if you're that kind of woman. Because what I have seen a lot of, at least, with the women in my life and, you know, women that I follow on social media and stuff is women uplifting other women and trying to eliminate and do less of the competition and the jealousy and all of that stuff. And we're not even calling attention to that, at least not the women that I roll with. So, you know, I often use Beyonce as an example, but like, not to say this, not comparing her to a Proverbs 31 woman or saying she's this this day and age's Proverbs 31 woman, not at all, but the work ethic. When you watch her documentary on Coachella and you see the amount of work that she put into creating and producing this um, um, performance, the months that it took, she also had to get her physical body back into shape after having twins so that you know what what she her dietary restrictions that she was on you know the amount of hours that she was putting in that to me sounds like the work that a proverbs 31 that the proverbs 31 woman was putting in it's like i have stuff that i have to get done every day she managed her time very well she was well respected she took care of her family, she took care of her servants, she was up early, she was up late into the night. I think of my mother when I think of of women like that, like my mother's always taking care of her family. Family is number one to this woman. Um, She has her businesses, she's well-respected. So it's like, to your point, when you encounter a woman of that caliber, um, it's either, you're either going to be inspired
0: or find or, something to pick apart.
1: Right. Or you may be a troll and try to come for her. But that's because you're dealing with your own internal stuff and that's it's, for you yeah. and God to work out. But, um, yeah, I think if I, I've, I've encountered women in my life who have those traits and not all of them, we, we you know, they're not... um exhibiting all of the behaviors of the proverbs 30 woman woman but there are certain things that i've seen in women in my life and it's like yes this is a woman of valor this is a woman who um respects her husband this is a woman who loves her family she you know is about it when it comes to her job all of that stuff you know so when i've encountered those women they typically inspire me um and i can think of quite a few off the top of my head where i'm like I'll be in a situation and I'll be like what would what would Anna do or what would V do or what would my mother do and those are the women that I look up to and that inspire me
0: yeah cause I think the truth is like and that's why it's so important to always try to exemplify that Christ like character and behavior because there's nothing I don't think there's anything wrong with being a person of some type of you know moral uh, you know having some level of morality or, you know, about yourself to the point where other people would think about like, okay, what would such and such do in this moment? Especially if you're exhibiting Christ like behavior and I right. think that's why God wants to use God wants to use us here on earth to do work so that people who would never even go into a church or never even, you know, listen to a podcast about anything Christian like or anything like that. They can just think about that person and they won't even know it, but they'll be thinking about the qualities that are actually characteristics of Jesus Mm -hmm. or the person of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they may not identify with that, but Mm -hmm. that's what that is. And they'll think on that. So in that way, they have had an experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that's, I think that's super dope. Um,
1: And I think that's what it means. Part of what it means when it says we're supposed to be the light. Yeah. There's so much... Other there's so much darkness that people are dealing with, um and we kind of talked about that in the last episode about good versus evil or good and evil um but when you're the light, you are the thing that shines brighter than what is currently around your hope so exactly, so like when you see that glimpse of christ' like behavior in somebody else, it's like there really are good people on this earth or this person really did touch me by just what they did or what they said like I'm so grateful for this you know 10 minute conversation with so and so I mean just think about it when you encounter a nice person on through customer service or when you're out at the mall or whatever you remember that a good waiter it's like that was really good like yeah. those things stand out you know what I'm saying and it just goes to show you that it's because we're so used to encountering the other the norm is the standard is almost like you can't be nice and loving and be the light it's like you are supposed to be the other <laughs> so right. when you encounter the light it's memorable
0: yeah for sure and um that's super dope um so that proverbs 31 woman and then you know just being a woman in general, there is a lot of responsibility that comes behind that, a lot of weight, as, as it is with men. But, um, yeah, I do think women are definitely called to hold up a different type of standard, and it's not easy. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, and it's not supposed to be, because if it wasn't, I mean, if it was easy, it wouldn't be inspiring. So mm-hmm. it, it's that portion of it, too. Um, that Proverbs 31 woman, man, she got it right, and that's the example
1: and that's really what it is. It's an example. Yeah, it's what we should aspire to be. Yeah. yeah. A goal.
0: Right. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. Um, one of the things that stuck out to me, even as you were telling me that this morning, I was like, hmm, 24 hours. Like, I think there should be more conversation centered around, and I'm big on this, right? Intentionality. So I have a, and God is still working with me. But I have a problem with. Because there's spectrums, right? There's ends of the spectrum. So it's like, you have the people that's like, okay, we'll pray. Which prayer is good, but then it's like, okay, every time something, oh, let's just pray about it. Mm -hmm. And you have some people on the other end of the spectrum that's like, oh, we just need to do, 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 do. And they don't believe that there's a balance. You know what I mean? So it's like, prayer works, yes, but there has to be some work done. And. That woman, to me, sounds like a doer. And that the fact that you're doing is the physical evidence that you do have the faith and believe in the thing that you prayed about. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I'm just huge on that. So it's like, what are you doing with your 24 hours that shows God you believe he's going to do what he told you he would do or that you believe that he said he would do? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people base it off of like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like reading this. I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel, 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 feel. Um. And there's no understanding that, granted, you feel that way. But let's talk about what's real, what the truth is. Like, in your 24 hours, how intentional are you about doing the things that you know you should be doing? And, like, let's not skate around that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if you know... You have a pro. I'm just using this because you know, like we said earlier, I was in the sport, so I'm I'm big on physical fitness, like your health as well. You know that, you know you want to lose this weight, not for a vain reason, just like it will be better for you, from a health perspective, and you want to have the body and all these things, and and God wants that for you too. But what are you doing with your 24 hours? You know what I'm saying. Oftentimes we find get frustrating with God about like why stuff isn't manifesting, and it's like yo. I want to give you those things, but you're not even giving me nothing to work with. Like, how are you in your 24 hours? What are you intentionally doing to set aside time to manifest all those things? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's be more conversation centered around that.
1: Time management is definitely something that's been on the forefront of my mind. Um, really, this year, um, I talked about it at work, um, just making sure that because we're working less hours but the workload is still the same making sure that i'm aware of like what i need to get done what needs to get done at the store so on and so forth and doing it in a timely manner um with getting time back tying it back into when we were quarantined we got a lot of time back but how did i spend that now it was the beginning of my pregnancy so i was sick for. Um, a huge chunk of that so there were times when I felt like I wasn't being productive and I would beat myself up over that mentally but um, it also talks about rest and how important that is and your Sabbath and stuff and so I think we have to I've learned to forgive myself for moments where I feel like I'm being unproductive because I'm choosing to rest or because my body is forcing me to rest because I've also been in situations a couple of years back where I've overworked and my body has shut down on me. So it's finding that healthy balance. But yeah, like when you're in production mode, what are you doing? What's the goal? What are you focused on? How long will it take to knock out this thing? You know, if if it's something that a goal that that was put on your heart, something that God spoke to you on like obedience is putting that thing into play immediately and delayed Mm. obedience is just as bad as disobedience it's the same thing it's the same exact thing and that's um, something that I've also struggled with where I'll know I'm supposed to be doing something because it's what God has put on my heart or you know clear instruction it keeps popping up so it's like just get it done but I'm just delaying in getting that thing done and it weighs on you it starts to weigh on you so yeah, I think it's interesting and very timely that a message like this came across my phone because it's like what I know that God has said a couple things to me that he wants me to focus on um, in this season and this upcoming season so it's like put you gotta put them things into
0: play now you know and it's not gonna just happen and I think people are waiting for it to for a moment where they feel like doing it and right. I would venture to say God never really calls you to something that you feel like doing like it's always supposed to shake you up and make you feel like really man like nah that's not God because he know me and he know I ain't trying to you know what I'm saying but you just got to get beside yourself and do those things. I'm on the opposite. And that's what I say, even that woman, she was an executor too. That proper study woman. Like, she was up early and all through the night. But she was executing. Like, she had a clear goal, a clear focus on what needed to be done. And that time that she spent. So, it was more of a thing of, like, she just wasn't up to be up. But it's like, she got she finished and she rested when she was done. Not when she got tired. And that's what I think you see with just, like, People rest when they're tired. Now nah, rest when you're done. That's, it sounds like that's the mindset that she had. And she was just so good with her time that by the time she got done, she was hitting that time where it's like, okay, I'm ready to get some rest because she was just like super
1: she proficient. She managed her time well. Yeah,
0: super yeah. proficient and managed her time well. I'm on the opposite of the spectrum where I feel like, and again, it's crazy. Like I'm from the country and I'm used to being, my dad used to wake me up six o'clock. And, you know, we'd be out just doing work outside until like the sun went down. So it's like, I feel uncomfortable not doing anything at all. So, I either, that's why you know, uh, you notice I'm always like trying to make a business play or doing or going or like there's always something that needs to be done. And it's like, I have the mindset, do it right now. Like, if you say to me, we need to do X, Y, Z, I'm going to naturally just get up and do it right then because I can do it now. You know, let's not wait till tomorrow. And I'm always in go, 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 go. Um, so resting is a thing that I'm like, man, I feel like, especially now in my youth, it's like, you know, I'm 28. So it's like, this is the time where I need to hit the pavement hard because I'm not always going to be able to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely a balance. Um, and that Proverbs 31, woman, like you said, she's an example to women and men alike, I feel like. um, And it's, it's certainly some principles that, are outlined in that text That could be You know Used by men and women To just take your life To another level mm-hmm. Whether it be Your relationship with God Your finances Your marriage um, Or your courtship You know what I'm saying With your family Or just things you want Out of life mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying The things that you value um, And I feel like Again those things Come from God You have to really Spend some time With the person Who created you To figure out Alright God What is it that you called me to do and how do i make that the single most important thing in my life and it's hard to do that because you have to trust that he also made you a certain way so he's going to give you the things that your heart desires as well although he may not he's probably not going to do it in the time that you want Mm -hmm. so it's like struggling with that you know what i'm saying like god has called me to this thing but it doesn't generate a lot of money but i like nice things so it's like now I'm worn with the things that I want that are from a vain perspective and the things that I feel comfortable doing because naturally I can do things that can generate a lot a lot of money but God didn't call me to that he called me to do this over here and this is a less glamorous road you know what I mean so having a clear focused you know intentional worth ethic is how you be productive and that's what that woman mastered
1: she definitely did
0: she did. Um, and on that note, the pod has been pod Did <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking at this point. This has been a special episode. Oh, my God. It's been a special episode. We covered um, a lot. We covered a lot. We talked about what's going on in the ethos. And the next time we come black, I promise you we'll still be black. Um, We'll be coming back, man, talking about a lot of things. But until that time, you continue to shine. <laughs> shining, 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 shining. Yeah. We clearly love Beyonce and Jay-Z in really this house. Love- <laughs> I'm
1: beehive all day. You know what's
0: crazy? My mom will tell you. I used to have a crush on Beyonce, like, for real. I used to tell my mom, like, I'm going to marry her. Aww. I don't care if she's 85 years old. I'll just be turning 20, but I'm going to put a ring on that. And we love You know, Beyonce. I was a kid. And you know, Jay-Z, whole- he just, I always, come on. Right. Bro, how can you not like
1: that? It's Jay-Z. I, I mean, we from the same... City. So like just off that I rock with him. But then I you're also the same city? Yes y'all he's from Brooklyn. He's from New York. You're not from Brooklyn though. I'm from New York, babe. See Well see you said the same city. New York City. Oh, I thought you were talking about like No, not the same borough. Yeah. We're yeah, from yeah, the yeah, same yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. New York City, okay. Yes, we're both from New York I know you're city. from the
0: same state, but you ain't say
1: state. No, no, city. We don't care about the rest of New York State. New York City people do not care about New York State. If if you you say this you from Stop. You're gonna. It could be state. viewers that
0: are listening from other parts viewers of that are
1: listening. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know this. I told you it's a schedule episode. I'm. I'm messing uh, up all the words today. No shade to anybody from New York State, but y'all. Stop. It. Y'all know by now. Because my, like, people, my people from Newburgh, and that's not
0: in New York. It's City. New
1: York State, right? And we do not consider y'all New Yorkers, and we will tell them that. That's fine. That's fine. So man. that was the point that I
0: was making. But it's like. You sound dumb because you married me. Like, you married into to my family of people you don't really consider, like... Because I don't consider you a New Yorker? You're not, though. That's what I'm saying. That's you what... especially are not. You're from I'm North not saying, Carolina. I'm not saying <laughs> me, but my, my father, who you said is, like, super cool... And like all He's just people, not
1: a New Yorker. He's cool as a fan. He's exactly. So a New like,
0: don't throw shade on the rest of the state of New York. New York City New York,
1: people always throw shade on the rest of the state of New York. Y'all throw shade on everybody. And that's what can't help it. Like ask anybody from New York City. We don't consider you, if you're from New York State, you're not a New Yorker. You live in New and York. You just
0: talked about all this. <laughs> oh, we supposed to build each other up and all this. You be the main one causing division in the same I, state.
1: Nah,
0: Gator Pod, <laughs> he's <a> hypocrite. <laughs> nah, nah, that's not, not Proverbs thirty one ish. throwing salt on I'm your fellow statesmen. That. If you from North Carolina, stand up. I'm rocking with you I'm in your corner in this coronavirus. What's your
1: radio station? Foxy. Foxy
0: ninety nine. Foxy ninety nine. Ninety nine point one. Fair shout out to Foxy. City, man. <laughs> Bayville, North Carolina. Cold. I see you, boy. I'm on my way. You already know what time it is. I love that is.
1: radio station. <laughs> Listen,
0: man. He's doing great things. I love it in, just because of the name in North Carolina. <laughs> you know, I, I like how you just got the attention off you, but it's cool. No, I um, stand
1: by what I said. I and know. I know, you know do. And I'm trying to. I'm many trying to people save you. That you don't have to. I know many people that are from New York City that feel the same exact. It way doesn't as make I it do. right. I don't care. <laughs> and that's, that's what's so care. bad that's what's so bad it's like it's just how you from the same new york state. city you gotta, you we gotta. we wear our city with so much pride that it's like yeah i mean y'all are from new york cool you from the tri-state area cool but new york city's where is that and everybody knows that but see that you know everybody how that sounds to that. me that's like
0: the light skin versus dark skin thing it's like we're no. all black it is it's like you're all from the same
1: state like Oh, just because you're not from the city part of New York. now we're about to go into a whole other topic. The reason that that's not the same is because— Okay, that's a whole other pod, I ain't going to— No, we'll we'll get into it another time. But the reason that that's not the same is because when New York City people do it, we're not being dead serious. Like, I promise you we're not. And, And if you are, then you go have a seat like you're doing a lot. It's all in fun and games that light skin versus dark skin stuff that is systematic racism it stems from generations what's funny is the person that's doing self-hatred. the dividing
0: never sees
1: that as something bad because like, when, like i said when when we do that it's all like in fun and games it's like oh y'all don't count or whatever like the girl one of the girls that i work with i she's know people from, who say the light skin dark skin thing like they don't be it, it don't be serious to them oh no, mm. For some people that like people for some people that York. runs deep and that's happened like New York thing. I can see like there's true hatred for your own skin color because of what generationally has been told to our people is that light is better than dark. Well and it's so the same thing. there are dark skinned people that literally hate the way that they look or they literally hate light skinned people and vice versa because of that. I and don't it, hate nobody from upstate and, New York. But, but it's never that it's, deep. it's people from Harlem. <laughs>
0: Like, beefing with people from Brooklyn or, you know, And all if these it's different... that,
1: and and if you take it there, then you are that's on it. another level. I'm not at that level. Like I said, it's always it's just fun and games for me. Okay. It's like, it's like your rival football teams. Like, East versus West. It's like, y'all don't literally hate each other. It's just, it's it's the game. It's like, we going head to head. This is a big well, that's game. That's an organized sport, blah. blah, that's, blah. that's different. Like, right. well, you are talking about, like... But that's that's what it's like to me. It's like... Like a sport. Yeah, it's kind of like we, you know, we about to take y'all down, whatever, whatever, all the smack talk and all of that stuff goes into play. It's like we do that with people that are from New York State. It's all in fun and games in my book. If you take it that seriously to where you beefing with somebody just because of where they're from, we see it all the time with gang territories and stuff like that. I don't get into that type of stuff because... It's like you taking nah, it you too f- far. You're you fueling into people, it right now. No, because people die over stuff like that, like gang territories and whatever. Like, people legit die over stuff like that. I don't I don't ever take it that far.
0: So what she's saying is she apologized. She got love for New York as a state.
1: Of um, course I and do. And I got love for I North Carolina. Wanna, North Carolina, stand up. J. J. Cole, state. man, we're going to make sure
0: you get in the league. That's my boy. Hands down. I'm ready to see how that, that play out. That's another episode that we put out in the ethos. It's your boy! <laughs> Markel, man, your main man. Um, we back. I promise you, when we come back, we're going to still be black. We're going to still be talking that talk. We still and we're going to continue that.
1: this conversation. Shout out
0: to Refuge, man. Shout out to all the churches, all the communities. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. We need y'all now more so than ever during this pandemic. Listen, it's your main man, Markel. Pregnant bay. We out!